everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where all this time we've been discussing the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> it's not a minute. <laughs> this is the the last episode. Yep. So today we want to talk to y'all about the deleted scenes. And... I'm not one to normally dive into deleted scenes because usually they were deleted for a reason. Right. And there are some that that are like that in this in this sure. set. But there are also some that uh maybe we could have woven somewhat back into the movie because they yep. answer questions that we had. <laughs> Lots of questions are answered in the deleted scenes. <laughs> Um, Yeah. Should we start at the top? Let's just start at the top and work our way through them. So the first one is called Kit Flirts with Ben. Yes. And this is a scene that was cut right after they established that Ben is probably a serial killer. And Kit decides to flirt with him for whatever reason. Uh, Yeah. So it must be, it starts with them like loading up the car. Yeah. So it must be when they're loading up the car to leave the Red Room Motel. Right. The Alabama Star Motel. Right. The Hey What's Up Hotel. Because that, that morning, yeah, the hey, hey What's Up was when they were all looking at him after Kit said, you know, he killed a guy. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, for some reason, Kit decides to hit on Ben the serial killer. And the director, Tamara Davis, said they cut this because it, it didn't. She said it wasn't good for her character, but I, what I think she meant was it didn't make sense for her character, and I agree with that. It also wasn't good for her character because it makes her like she's hardcore hitting. She is hardcore hitting on Ben. Yeah. While she's engaged to another dude. Yeah. Knowing that Lucy has a is at least starting to have a budding thing for Ben, maybe right and. This is also right after the scene where we saw Lucy and we saw Kit basically sleep eavesdropping right. on Lucy and Ben talking. And she's sitting there. Did you just try to say sleep dropping? You saw head? my brain working on it. I decided to abandon it. <laughs> yeah, no, I had the. I, I talked through my brain deciding, nope, that's. Not, Sleeves dropping isn't a Sleeves thing. dropping sleeves is what you do when dropping. you cut off your sleeves of your, to make your uh, the gun show happen. Yes, exactly. Um, but so Kit's in the bed and she's like looking at her engagement ring. Yeah. And then the next thing we would have seen from her would have been her asking Ben if she can ride up front and then just hitting on him to the point where I was uncomfortable watching it. Yeah. Like now, it makes her look like a bad person and also it doesn't make sense. Okay. So Tamara Davis said that it was because she didn't want Brittany to have or Lucy to have what she couldn't have. And I think... We, I sort of floated this out there when we were talking about why did the camera go to her um, before we decided it shouldn't have. Um, and I sort of feel like she was looking at her engagement ring. The way it played in the movie was um, not a jealous sort of feeling. Um, but if you put this scene that we watched this Kit flirts with Ben scene after that, you sort of get the idea that she's listening to these, this budding romance and is like, is, is, you know, is Dylan 
worth this commitment to not have this again. It almost feels per- this flirtation feels performative in yeah. a way. Like like she's trying to be like almost like she's trying to get Lucy to rise to the occasion. But Lucy's asleep in the back seat. But she's faking being asleep in the back seat. But I don't think Kit knows that. Or does Kit know it all too well? I don't know. <laughs> it also is weird because so Kit at one point asks Ben, am I your type? And Ben trying to avoid saying no without, like, he doesn't want to hurt her feelings, but it's also very clear that the answer is no. Anson Mount was adorable in that. This whole thing where Ben is, uh, like, really uncomfortable and trying really hard, like, to make it clear that he is not interested was masterful on his part, I thought. Like it was a really interesting uh, gender flip yeah. of this scenario yeah. where because usually it's the woman who is being uncomfortably hit on and she's trying to stay polite. Right. But also make it clear she's not into it. Yeah. This was very much Kit hardcore hitting on him, him being very clearly uncomfortable, but still trying to be polite. And so she's, she, she asks him like twice, am I your type? Yeah. And he finally looks at her and he goes, what type are you? He said, let me ask you and, a question. What type are you? <laughs> right. And then, and she, this is the thing that makes that whole scene like really fall apart for me. And I'm, and the main reason I'm really glad they cut it. She clutches her left hand to her chest and says, I'm engaged. Right. Like, she's offended that he has said, what type are you, when she's the one who's been hitting on him? Right. I, I didn't get it as offense so much as um, it's not, this game isn't fun anymore if I'm not making. I almost felt like she was flirting with him to make him uncomfortable. And when he clearly wasn't, like, he was being, he was uncomfortable, he was uncomfortable. But then he was like, what type are you? It was just this side of flirting back in a way right. that she was sort of like, oh, uh, uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, Like, I didn't get offense so much as, like, abort. Yeah, um, the whole the whole thing yeah. was, however however you take it, yeah. it was, again, it, it was a poorly written scene. Yeah. Because it felt, it felt to me like, Zoe didn't know how to perform it. Right. Because there's a moment where Kit, like you said, she aborts the mission. Yeah. For We don't, it do, it's never clear why she's on the mission. And then she <laughs> aborts it so abruptly. Right. That it was clear that Zoe didn't know what was going on. Yeah. It, it this this I'm glad they took the scene out. I, I think it's I think it's good they took the scene out. Uh, I wrote down. Let me ask you a question. What type are you? Because it was such a like I was like, oh, this is kind of getting interesting dialogue wise on Anson Mount's side. Um, yeah. And he also said, um, she's like, I don't remember what she said, but he said, well, you definitely have something going on. And I was like, right, that's hilarious. Um, she was like, don't you know. I, you know, just like, do you like girl? Am I attractive? And he's like, well, you definitely have something. Like, you're crazy, and I don't know what's what's going on right now. But like, right? Um, yeah. It also, but this scene also served to establish the camera being in the car, and that time stops briefly when 
the camera is is taking picture like they did the one time when they were stealing the car yeah which is also why the uh the camera was up on the dashboard was because of when kit was up front right but it the the only reason why i felt like this scene i was like uh, well, couldn't we have put more picture taking elsewhere so that we know that that's what they're doing director wise yeah. when a picture is being taken? Right. But um, yeah, otherwise yeah, what, this scene was a big nothing. The one time felt weird. Yeah. yeah. The one time that they did it felt weird. But if they had taken pictures, if they had taken pictures two other times in the movie proper to it, because yeah. even, even with this being only the, the only you know, one of two times. Yeah. Still, I feel like you need three times for it to be a thing that actually makes sense. And you're like, oh, okay. They take the picture and the frame freezes for a second. Right. And then the movie continues. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, I don't I, have anything I, else to say about this one, though. I'm glad they cut it, too. Because yeah. it did it did nothing plot-wise. It just established that that thing. And I I was like, oh, so this was going to be a whole thing that they were doing. Um, yep. Let's talk about Flash and Run. Y- yeah. Um, Tamara Davis's troubling language aside, she probably didn't know better. I assume she does now. Um, yeah. Uh, they in New Orleans, they go. I said that as a northern as northern a person as I possibly could. Tamara Davis keeps calling it New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it's New Orleans, right? Just, just uh, say New Orleans. Nolans. Yeah. Nolans. Right. They're, so they're in the large Louisiana town, and uh, I guess as part of the fun, they're going to go to three different doors and flash whoever opens, whoever answers the door. I think it's when they were coming back up from the courtyard. Okay. Like, because they were all like walking down the hotel hallway in their pajamas. So they're yeah. either headed, I would assume that they're either headed to the courtyard or back up from the courtyard. And the way they were walking kind of slowly made it feel like they were on their way back up. Right. That makes sense. To, to like, get ready to leave the hotel. Right. So, so yeah. Um, They each knock on a door, and when it opens, they show them their boobs, which we don't see because, again, it's not that kind of movie. But Brittany flashes a 10 or 11-year-old boy, which is... Yep. Something Gross. happened. Yep. And that was my only note. I just thought it was really weird that they ever considered doing that. <laughs> yeah. Like the movie yeah. makers, not these three girls. I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know their lives. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a weird thing for them to do. It would have made more sense if they were all drunk at the time. Which I thought but that it... they were. I thought it was po- like immediately post- uh, listening to boomcat maybe they didn't seem giggly or anything though it se- they seemed subdued kind of at the beginning the way they were walking down the hall felt like they were giggling because they had decided they were going to do this thing but it yeah. didn't feel like we've been drinking it's three in the morning we are wired like they right. seemed like they were tired giggly right Slap I don't happy. know. It was yeah. it was a weird scene, and I'm glad that they took it out. When she said fla- flash and run, I was like, surely that's something else. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's exactly what it sounds like. It. I thought it was dumb, and I'm really glad that it didn't 
ends yeah, up in the movie. Absolutely. Then Tamara Davis stopped telling us what the title of the deleted scene was, and I was like, "Wait, I, are we just is Tamara Davis just all about establishing conventions and then just slashing them?" them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I called the next one "Pillow Fight," and my hey, only same. note. Oh, nice. Uh, my only note is this is where the masks from the credits came from. Yeah, they, yeah, the girls were jumping on the bed wearing these masks and had a pillow fight. And Tamara Davis kept talking about how this was a really fun thing to like establish how much fun they were having, but it went too long and they didn't need it, which I agree with. They did not need this. It sounded fun. It looked, it, it was weird, both like shooting wise and like mic wise. There was one point where someone's laugh was like, they must have been laughing right into their mic. Because yeah. I was like, that's way too loud. I was glad they cut it, but I, but I wanted to note that the masks were, in fact, from a deleted scene. Yes. Um, The next one, I would say, is probably the most important deleted scene of the movie. Yes. I <laughs> called it Kit Leaves a Message for Dylan. I called it Phone Calls, because I okay. thought that there was going to be more of a phone call with Pop than there was, which was nothing. Right. So I wrote down this scene should have stayed in. Yep. And I don't, and by that, I don't mean the scene as it's written. Right. But there's a lot of stuff from this scene that needed to have been worked in because, first of all, Taryn and Zoe both did a lovely job in this yep. scene. Absolutely. Um, We get a little bit more information about the audition. Yes. And what is expected. To happen at this audition, they, so Kit is on the phone basically saying, well, will you tell him I called? Right. And she gets off the phone. It's clear she's been trying to get a hold of Dylan. And this is in the hotel in Tucson. Right. So I'm assuming this is after Ben has written, no, you know what? This is before Ben writes Lucy her song. Because Kit and Mimi say they're going to go get breakfast. That's where Kit and Mimi were when Ben was saying, hey, I've got something for you. Come with me. And he right. goes and shows her that he put her poem to music. Right. and the, That's where Kit and Mimi were. Right. This, uh, this scene actually has two scenes in it. And the first part of the scene, the, the main part of the scene is in, is, is, is before Ben sneaks in like the Hamburglar. Yes. It's in, yeah. It's in the Tucson hotel room. Yeah. And... Kit, sorry, I kept wanting to call her Zoe, and I'm like, that's uh-huh. not the char- that's not the <laughs> character name. Uh, Kit is on the phone, clearly trying to get hold of Dylan, can't get hold of him, says, tell him I called. She hangs up, and then she comes clean to Lucy and Mimi. She says, he didn't ask me to come. Right. He doesn't know I'm coming. Right. Things have been weird in a not good way, and I decided... To surprise him and see if I can figure out what's going on. Right. Which, I I mean, that that's the only time that we really realize that Kit does, in fact, know. I mean, aside from when she was looking at her engagement ring. Right. In bed that one night. that It's the only time that we really get a solid idea that Kit is well aware that something is going on with Dylan. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So not absolutely necessary that it stayed in, but it would have been nice if they could have worked in Kit saying Dylan doesn't know. Like it later on when they're in L.A. and she's trying to get hold of him and she's like, he's just really busy with finals. They must have rewritten that scene. <sighs> right. After they decided to cut this one. Right. Because it couldn't, they couldn't have had her saying, Dylan doesn't know I'm coming. Things have been weird and I wanted to surprise him. And then like a day and a half later, have her be like, he's just too busy with finals. Well, she could have been making that up. Right. But she wouldn't have needed to if, like what I'm saying is if the script had had both of those scenes, it wouldn't make any sense because she's already told her friends oh, oh, that he, things right, are weird right, right, and he doesn't know that I'm coming. Right, she wouldn't right, right. need to make up I see what you're saying. a lie yep. about him. Yep, that makes sense. So makes it would have been nice if in that yeah. scene she had been like, he didn't ask me to come. Right. Instead of being like, he he's really busy with finals. If she had just said, I he didn't really ask me to come. I was trying to surprise him. Right. Things have been weird and I wanted to... You know, I, I wanted to see him. Yeah, just I take wish that the they lines had... from this and move it over to that. Yeah. Yeah. And like there, and uh, granted, Ben was in that later scene, but they could, they could have had him not be there. Yeah. Um. Well, so, it was it was the scene where Lucy said she was kind of tired, and Ben said he also was pretty beat. Yeah. But <laughs> I also think at this point, Kit wouldn't have had a problem saying things have been weird with Dylan in front of Ben. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So. This scene also has Lucy uh, needing to call her dad to get him to send her a ticket so she can fly home since the mom stuff didn't work out. Right. And uh, Kit and Mimi, hey, I don't mess them up when I group them together like that. Kit and Mimi say (laughs) um, that she should come with them to LA, which is very important, especially for... uh, past Aaron's experience of this movie, which would have firmly established that they were still in Tucson. Right. (laughs) So they say we could all audition together. Yes. And so I'm sitting here thinking, okay, together as a group, together separate. Right. What? And then Mimi says, if you sing lead, you know we could win. It establishes the whole plan. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the plan. Then, yeah, which again doesn't establish why Mimi, who this was her whole idea, is suddenly willing to abandon her plan to be the singer. Right. I think. But, that, I think that plan was just like, how am I going to get to the Pacific Ocean? Yeah. All right. There's this thing I saw. It'd yeah. be cool if I was a rich singer in a band yeah. called Boomcat. Right. They deleted yeah. that scene where uh, Taryn forgot she was being filmed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that answers that question. Yeah. That, that's a, It's a very important deleted scene. that I think that one should have been left in if altered. Yes. Uh, agreed. Somewhat. All yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> then, then there, then this is what Tamara Davis then does what I would do as a director, which is. My editing friend Aaron and I laughed at this for four months. Um, so here this is. And it's literally just this extra was dancing funny. <laughs> well, no. First, we have to get to the point where... Um, oh, I'm or, so sorry. sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot um, about the second part of this. Yes. Yeah, so there's a second part of the scene that's really a separate scene, but they lumped it right. in with this one where 
Kit and Mimi and Ben are loading up the car and Lucy comes out and says, hey, y'all, can I come to Los Angeles with you? Yeah. And, and they get like, excited. Yay! And so, and the reason, the only reason I really wanted to make a note of this is because Ben picks Lucy up and like swings her around and like kisses her neck. Yeah. And it's very familiar. Wait a minute. Ben doesn't come to play her the song until they're in LA. No, it was, it was in Tucson. Really? Yeah, it was in Tucson. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, right, because then they they were loading up the car. Yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Right, 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 yep. Yeah, they were, yeah. So So at this point, Lucy says, can I come with you to LA? Ben picks her up and swings her around, and granted, Ben and Lucy have already had their kiss at right. the piano. Right. But that presumably, like, just happened. Right. You would think that the other two girls would be like, whoa, you're like kissing her on the neck and stuff. What's yeah. going on? Y'all got something to tell us? But also, was she going to kiss him and then fly back home and just never see him again? <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the song. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm sorry I got so shrill there, but like, what? No, yeah, I, I guess they would have like... um shared custody of the song i'm not really sure like they i'm not even so concerned about the song i know like it's a weird it's a weird thing sweet moment and then she was just gonna call her dad and have him fly her back to georgia i guess that's why they cut it huh i don't know there are a a lot of other things in this movie that they left in that don't make sense that's true but a a lot of them are solved by this deleted scene (laughs) it's true (laughs) Do you want to do your the next yeah. one? Yeah. So then uh, Tamara Davis does uh, what I would do as a director, which is basically uh, my friend Aaron and I uh, laughed at this part for like four months. So anyways, here this is. And it's literally uh, footage at the club, extended footage at the club, uh, the karaoke club, uh, with an arrow pointing to a guy that's dancing funny for like 30 seconds and that's it. Like, yep. it, it's... I don't know. And, Appar- and apparently he's in the movie. Yeah. Like, this is... Like, they... He's not in... He's on the screen, and you can see him, but there's other action happening. It's it's while Lucy and Kit are dancing, while right. Ben and Mimi are counting the money. Right. And... I, I mean, apparently he's actually in the movie. I don't know how we didn't notice him. Yeah, I think I was so nervous about... about I was trying, we were trying to figure out the money stuff and like, yeah, guys, some dude was lurking. I don't know if I, if we'd clocked him yet, but, uh, well not clocked him, like punched him, but clocked him, like seen him. Sure. Um, the English language is weird, but yeah, this yep. guy is, <laughs> is dancing funny in a way that I'm like, I mean, yeah, if I had to watch this for like a couple of solid months, like every now and again, I'm just like. What's this dancing guy about? Like I would, yeah. I would, I would put it into probably. <laughs> yeah. And then we have a bunch of scenes with Brittany and Justin Long. The which... best way to close, I think, a deleted scene compilation is with Justin Long just ad libbing. Ad libbing, yeah. I, and I wrote ab-libbing. a lot of. Yes, I wrote a lot of them down. Good. I don't know if you did. I only wrote, uh, I named the scene Henry is Salvatorio. Okay. And I wrote, uh, LOL, Justin Long is fantastic. Also, you, Deflower, also series of Justin Long being hilarious. And that's it. Okay. So I have uh, Henry saying, 
would it be okay if I told some people that we did it? And Brittany going, no, just some close friends. No, Henry, just a few close friends and family. No. (laughs) And then, and this is all while she is like trying to exit the scene. He fakes a Spanish accent and says that his name is Salvadorio. And his nephew's dying wish is that he, Henry, deflower a young virgin, and Lucy is not having it. So Henry picks up the list, crumples it in a ball, and eats it. (laughs) Like a horse. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, it's... And then we and then we move on to... uh, We go back to Tamara Davis talking for a minute and move back into even more... Justin Long outtakes. Just, and this, the the last, so this is the last thing. And it, I, 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 I frankly would have, if I had separated these two, I would have called this one, Justin tries his best to make Britney break. Yes. Because that's really what it is. He's, and, and she is just a master. Yeah. She does not break at all. He looks at her and he goes, it'll only take a couple minutes. You won't feel anything. I legit laughed out loud. Yeah. Brittany Stoneface. Nope. Yep. He she doesn't she isn't she like Henry, what? Like she she even like responds. She like makes a face at him. Like yeah. it, it's a Henry what face, but I don't think she says anything. <laughs> and then he and it looks like this is all a a lot of these are like all kind of one stringing into another. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like it was all separate takes. Um, so then he kind of lifts the blanket and says, sorry, little Henry. And she leans down and says, sorry, to his penis. That's when she's seen one. But has she touched one? She did not appear to touch it. But then his penis goes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> like Justin Long just does a funny voice for his penis. Um he asks her, can we take a few pictures? And she goes, oh, no. <laughs> he says, could you do that dance again? <laughs> he says, can I pay you? No, that's a bad idea. He abandons, <laughs> he abandons that one. What if I do some seductive poses for you, like the snake? And she does start to laugh there. Yeah. That is one where she starts to laugh. And then my personal favorite is the very last one. He's still sitting in the bed. She has just been laughing at him saying, what if I do some seductive pose f- poses for you? And he goes, you like my pecs? <laughs> and she just goes, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then disappears back into the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was very good. I love Justin Long so much. I want to mm-hmm. hang out with him. Yep. He seems so fun. And the, it really is a crime that he was not in this movie more. It truly was. Um, my favorite was one that we actually called back during that scene where she's like, I'm sorry, I know this didn't turn out the way we planned or the way we hoped or whatever. And he was like, are you kidding me? This is like the blueprint of what I planned. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't write that one down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think back in the back in that minute we were like, no, Justin Long is like, this is perfect for me. This is going just fine. Yeah, this is exactly the way I planned it. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. So So yeah. Those are the deleted scenes. They are the deleted scenes. 
So I guess this is the official last episode of Crossroads Minute. Yeah. I guess we'll do some kind of abbreviated social media. Yeah. And by abbreviated, I don't actually mean abbreviated. I've met us. Yeah. Um, The podcast is on Twitter at Crossroads underscore Min. I don't know how much longer we will be using that one. Right. Um, We do have plans to do another podcast, another By the Minute podcast. Um, We're going to take a little bit of a break. Yes. Between this one and that one. We're going to take a break to just not record anything for a bit. And then we're going to save up a few weeks worth of episodes before we start dropping them. So we'll have a new handle for that. And I think our plan... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think our plan is to have a single Twitter handle going forward for all of our by the minute, rather than have a different one for each by the minute podcast. We're going to have like something to the equivalent of James and Aaron watch movies by the minute, but you know, shrunk down so that Twitter will allow it. Right. Um, J.E. Movie Minute. Yeah. J.E. Minute Movies, something like that. Um, so we'll, we'll tweet from crossroads underscore men on Twitter with that. But before then you should, you should kind of keep an eye on crossroads underscore men because we're teasing our pod boss, Colin, um, Mm -hmm. giving him extremely obscure clues to try and get him to guess what our next movie is. Cause we don't usually tell him until like a week before we start airing the show. Uh-huh. Cause we're the worst, but we do, but we do like to give him clues. So, so far at the time of this recording, we have given him the clues, t-shirts and girlfriend. Yes. Um, <laughs> did we say our individual handles? We did not. Cool. Go for it. <laughs> I am on Twitter at unabashed James. I'm at unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network, which you can find on Twitter at ScavengersNet. You can also visit the Scavengers website at scavengersnetwork.com or go to the Patreon at at patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. I could foresee a future in which we do one more Crossroads Minute related Patreon bonus content uh, based on one of the special features that is on the DVD. I think Ooh. it's going to be fun to do it uh, when we're able to be in the same room, though. So yeah. uh, uh, keep an eye out on the Patreon. So join Patreon. We post there. Aaron and I make no bones about uh, posting there. We post lots of stuff there. But also, other people post their stuff, too. It's true. Wow, I ran out of breath. Other you people sure post did. stuff there, too. And... Uh, and they have good stuff to say as well. So there's bonus content from all the shows on the Scavengers Network. Um, and you should go visit that. Um, there's also a Twitch stream channel yep. that we have for the network. It is twitch.tv slash the Scavengers Network. Um, come check out uh, Family Game Night, which is like a like a, a Jackbox sort of variety hour to two hours. Um Come check out Aaron's uh, Dream Daddy stream with Morgan from Wet Hot American Moon Juice and Broads and Bees. There's just lots and lots of good stuff. Yeah, Colin's doing a Pokemon Nuzlocke run. Kyle and Tracy have started streaming Detroit Become Human, which has basically turned into a drinking game. Yeah, well, Um, I mean, Colin's stream is basically, I'm going to name a bunch of Pokemon after people on the network and then, oops, they're dead. Yes. So, like, 
<laughs> yeah, which is fun. Hey, you're st- as of the, as of this recording, you're still alive. I went out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> I already have mourned my guy, uh, but then it turned out that it was Mason that died and not me. And yep. you know that how I figured that was that's how I figured it'll, it'll happen in real life anyway. So probably. <laughs> oh, what a weird thing to say. Anyways, yep. so come visit so, the yeah. Twitch thing. <laughs> the Twitch I call it the Twitch thing, which is fine, but it's the tri- Twitch channel. Uh, yes. is what they prefer to call it. Yeah. So, Whew. yeah, so that's that's Crossroads, y'all. Yep, um, that's the movie Crossroads. Yeah, join us in July-ish for our next venture. Yeah. Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Well, thank you for coming on this road trip with us, guys. Yeah. We appreciate it. Was fun. it. None of us turned out to be serial killers. Yeah, definitely. None of us are serial killers. Uh, hey, James. Hey, what's up? Let's be best friends forever. Mm. Definitely, yeah, right. none of us are serial killers. Uh, I got. Well, oh, what's that? Oh, I the the auto repair shop's calling me. Oh no, it's a hundred dollars. Hey, Gotta James. Go. Let's be best friends forever. Oh, we will. <laughs> What a weird energy. (laughs) The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.